yo, it's Mark Shannon with the Fantasy Knockout Fantasy Football Show. Today is Tuesday, October 15th. Today's show is going to be a fun one. It is the Week 7 Waiver Wire. Who are we looking at this week? What quarterbacks would we could we stream? What defenses could we pick up and play this week? Um, real quick, you can follow the show on Twitter and on Facebook at Fantasy Knockout. And also on Instagram at fantasy underscore knockout. So real quick, we're going to do a league check here. So how did you do this week? Did you dominate your opponent or did you squeak out a win? So my money league, I did it again. Got another W back in first place with a record of 4-2 and and the number one waiver priority. So I'm sitting pretty there enjoying that. I also did another trade. So woohoo. And then... My family league, I don't want to talk about it. It doesn't look good. So I'm recording this Monday night before the football game is going on. I still technically have a chance to win and pull it out. I got Aaron Rodgers and Kerryon Johnson playing, and I'm down like 59 points. I need 60 points from these guys combined, and I don't think it's going to happen. So not likely. That's going to put me at last place at 1-5. and Ugh, not good. It's it's rough because that league they give me so much crap for being a fantasy football expert and uh, you know and being last place they are all loving it. No one will trade with me there. It's uh, it's pretty tough. So got a got a question for you guys. Do you want accurate rankings? Do you have a question for the show? If so, then head on over to fantasyknockout.com. Check out the cool information there. You can listen to shows, ask your questions. Um, also. Real quick, the knockout giveaway. This is the last week to get your entries in. You can win a signed Keenan Allen jersey. This giveaway ends on October 20th. Don't miss out. Get them in before Sunday. I will announce the winner on next Tuesday's show. So good luck to everybody. Make sure you get those in. You don't want to miss out on this, okay? Get your entries in. FantasyKnockout.com. Click on the giveaway tab. All it is is... Enter your name and email address. That qualifies you for an entry, and you can get more if you like us on Facebook, if you follow us on Twitter, if you like us on Instagram, if you sign up on Patreon, you get more entries on that by becoming a Patreon member. So it's pretty cool. Get your entries in. I am excited to give this jersey away. All right, real quick, I'm gonna I gotta discuss some fantasy football knowledge here. So I got two things real quick. One Set your lineups early. Don't be the guy to oversleep. You know who you are. And leave a player who is on by or not playing in your starting roster. Also, get your guys out of the flex if they play on Thursday nights. I I warn you guys multiple times about this. Don't do that. It really um, limits you to your options. So be smart. Set your lineup tentatively the night before and if you need to make adjustments if you wake up on time make those adjustments if you oversleep at least you're set and you're okay and you're not gonna get a big l so set them early get them done get your lineups in early do it number two trades so here's an interesting little tidbit for trades just just to know in the back of your head when you're discussing trades with people um also it's that time of year that trades are going to start happening more frequently unless you're like me who is just looking to make a trade every single week but you can one-up your league mates by acquiring a player who has already had their bye week 
and trading away a player who still has their bye week. Okay, do you guys follow me? So examples such as George Kittle, tight end. He's had a week four bye. If you trade, let's say you have Zach Ertz on your team, who's got a week 10 bye. You trade Ertz for Kittle straight up. If you can get that deal done, you just acquired a extra week of, of a player. You don't have to use the week 10 bye for Ertz. You get to play Kittle there, and then guess what? The guy who acquired Ertz has to use First, he first off used Kittle's bye, which was week four, and then now he's going to sit and use Ertz's week bye. So that's two bye weeks he's got to fill in for a tight end, and you don't have to use one. Do you, you guys tracking what I'm saying here? That's one way to one-up a league mate, just a little fantasy football savvy knowledge here. So look at that. So don't trade away, you know, like Le'Veon Bell, who had a week four bye, for a running back like Nick Chubb this week, who's got a week seven bye. You don't want to give away... And, and sit on two different bye weeks. All right, let's get right into it. The good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> I love it. So, studs of the week. Guys who went off wide receivers, Stephon Diggs of the Minnesota Vikings. He had two carries for 18 yards, seven receptions for 167 yards, three touchdowns for a total of 40 points. Dominated. He was the knockout player, uh, week six knockout player of the week. Quarterback Deshaun Watson of the Houston Texans. He had 280 yards passing, one touchdown, one interception. He carried the ball 10 times for 42 yards and two rushing touchdowns. He got it done for 31.40 points. And then running back James Conner of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He looked amazing last night. Uh, he had 16 carries for 41 yards and a touchdown on the ground. Then he also followed it up with seven receptions for 78 yards and a touchdown as well for 27.4 points. Running back Nick Chubb, my guy of the Cleveland Browns. 20 carries, 122 yards, two touchdowns on the ground, five receptions for 17 yards for 26.4 points. And then last, tight end Hunter Henry came out. Who knew? Well, we all kind of knew that he was good, but this good. Uh, Eight receptions for 100 yards and two touchdowns for 26 points. So good job. Those were the studs of the week. Let's move over to the bad and the ugly. Wide receiver Cooper Cup of the Rams. He was projected for 16.34 points. He followed up with 3.7. Wide receiver Amari Cooper of the Dallas Cowboys projected for 15.12 points. Ended up with 0.8. He hurt your team. He's dealing with a quad injury. That's, you know, kind of unfair. Injuries suck. But, uh, yeah, when you're expecting a big game from Cooper and he lets you down, Wide receiver Keenan Allen of the Chargers projected for 15.05 points. He ended up with 4.3. Also in the same game, running back Austin Eckler of the Chargers projected for 14.5 points. He gave you a 4.3 as well. Those Chargers just did not show up. It looked like a Steeler home game here in Los Angeles. It was crazy. And then running back Derrick Henry of the Tennessee Titans. He was projected for 12.5 points. He ended up with 3.8 not good. And then tight end Will Disley of the Seattle Seahawks. He was projected for 8.5 points. 
he put up the double zero or the triple zeros, the goose egg. Uh, but he was injured. I believe it's a sprained MCL. We'll go over more of that in the news and notes. But um, yeah, Disley put up zero points. Not good. Speaking of news, let's just get right into it. News with views. So to start it off, wide receiver Amari Cooper, you know, the Dallas Cowboys who had the dead game. The reports show his availability for week seven is in question. He's got the quad, you know, injury, the bruise on his quad. So if you're going to probably have to sit Cooper, find a different option. Wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders of the Denver Broncos. The reports say his knee, it isn't serious, and he's got a Thursday night game, so we'll talk about him a little bit later. Wide receiver Sammy Watkins, Kansas City Chiefs, is tentatively expected to suit up this Thursday. He missed last week with a hamstring injury. Tight end Chris Herndon of the New York Jets. He has been activated from the suspension list. He missed last week with a quote-unquote hamstring injury. Uh, I think his uh, coach, Mr. Gase is just not, uh, you know, he's being a jerk and just, you know, I don't know. Gase is just a jerk. Anyways, uh, moving on. Wide receiver A.J. Green of the Cincinnati Bengals. Coach Zach Taylor was noncommittal on Green's potential to suit up this week. He's dealing with the angel ankle injury. And then wide receiver Marquise Brown of the Baltimore Ravens is considered day-to-day with his ankle injury. Quarterback Josh Rosen of the Miami Dolphins. His coach, Brian Flores, said he anticipates Josh being, quote, the guy next week or this week. Uh, He was benched during the game, didn't look all that great. Fitzpatrick came in, looked electric, and almost won the game for the Dolphins. So, you know, Flores has got a tough decision because he's got to see what he has in Rosen. If Rosen can be the guy, which I don't think he can be, they're going to, you know, they're, they're stocking up on draft picks. And they're going to draft their quarterback next year. So quarterback Marcus Mariota of the Tennessee Titans. His coach, Mike Vrabel, said the team will decide on the starting quarterback later this week. I believe later tonight, Monday night, they'll figure it out and announce it. So Tuesday morning, not that any of us are going to start Mariota or Tannehill. So, but figured I needed to put that in there. And then last, tight end Ben Watson. The Patriots signed Ben Watson. They let him go last week. They just re-signed him. Uh, The other tight end there, Matt Lacoste is expected to miss a few weeks with his injury, so Watson is now back. Still wouldn't play or sign Watson on your team yet, but just noteworthy, okay? Let's get into the main event. Main event. So this Thursday, we got the Kansas City Chiefs going against the Denver Broncos. So players to start, we're starting Mahomes, you're starting Tyreek Hill, who looked amazing coming back. Two touchdowns. That The one was, what, 44 yards or something like that in the air. He jumps up, he's like hovers above everybody else. Hill is just amazing. You're starting those guys. Um, running backs in Kansas City, it's frustrating. You know, Damian Williams got the touchdown, but he only had two targets or two carries all game. Uh, that's frustrating. McCoy seemed to be the guy. It seemed like they just gave him rest and they let Williams. It's it's definitely a running back by committee there. So you got to start one or the other depending on the matchup um, or both because it's just Kansas City. They, they put up points. Um, and then, you know, you can start Pringle. If Watkins plays, you start Watkins. You know, Hardman was getting targets there. So let's talk the other side, the Denver Broncos. It's hard. The only one I trust right now, you know, the running backs, Lindsey and Freeman, you can start them. Freeman I like a little bit more just because of the pass-catching game, you know, the, the work he's going to get against the Chiefs. 
Um, the only receiver I really, really trust is Sutton in Denver. It's just I don't trust Flacco. Sanders does look okay, but he's a little nicked and banged up. You got to check his availability if you're going to put him in or if you're going to play him this week um, because we just don't know anything as of this moment. All right, let's talk some waiver wire ads. All right, so quarterbacks to pick up this week. Um, Sam Darnold of the New York Jets. He's about 16% owned. He looked pretty good against the Cowboys, um, and he's got a favorable matchup coming up. I think you know this week he's got the, I believe the Patriots Monday night. But a- after this week, he looks his, his schedule is just very very nice. So you know Darnold about 16% owned. If you can pick him up this week for the next couple weeks, do so. Then also, this guy was most likely dropped because he had a bye week, but Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills. He's about 50% owned right now. Uh, scoop him up. We're going to talk about him later on in the, in the show about the streaming quarterback. So tight ends to add. Chris Herndon of the Jets. I'm going to pa- you know pair him up with Sam Darnold. Herndon's about 27% owned. Um, a lot of people, I told you, you guys pick him up the other week, and then he missed. So if you dropped him like I did, I'm going to scoop him up again this week because I needed a tight end to play. Wide receivers to uh, to acquire. Uh, Jameis Crowder of the Jets. <laughs> Seems like I'm a, a J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets fan, right? Uh, no, it's just they were all on by and or just they weren't relevant. And now that Darnold's back, they're going to be relevant. So Crowder, he's about 42% owned. Auden Tate of the Cincinnati Bengals. Man, he got a lot of targets this week. He looked good. He's about 23% owned. And then this last guy, Jacoby Myers of the New England Patriots. He looked great last Thursday. Um, you know, if Dorsett is nicked up and not going to play, he's Myers is about 1% owned. So you could pick him up and play him if you need something. you got a lot of guys on by this week. Speaking of bye weeks, I slipped my mind. Guys on by this week, the Carolina Panthers, the Cleveland Browns, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Tampa Bay Bucks. So get all those guys out of your starting lineups. Put them on your bench. Don't be the fool like the tip I was talking about before. Don't leave them in there. Don't give away some, you know, free points and 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 hurting your team. So again, that's the Panthers, the Steelers, the Browns, the Bucks. Get those guys out. Um, let's talk some running backs real quick. Latavius Murray of the New Orleans Saints. Wow, he looked pretty pretty well this this week against the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's about forty percent owned. Um, you know, again, if Alvin Kamara ever goes down, Murray is going to be a Beast, he's going to be getting to get a ton of work. So pick him up. Um, Chase Edmonds, I was talking about him last week. He looks solid this week. He's about thirty-four percent owned. If anything ever happens to David Johnson, Edmonds actually looks fantastic. I think that's going to be he's going to start getting more more targets and looks. And Johnson will lose a little bit, but I'm not worried about Johnson at all. And then Alexander Madison of the Vikings, he looked fantastic too. He was spelling in for Dalvin Cook. And uh, he's about 22% owned. And then the last guy, Benny Snell of the Steelers. I know I just said he's on a bye week, so you don't necessarily need to pick him up now. He's about 2% owned. But going forward, since Jalen Samuels is still going to miss some time, um, they worked him in. He got quite a bit of looks. He looked – he did well. He did well. Better than I thought. So you can add Snell next week or if you want to wait until later this week, add him for free. Don't, uh, Don't waste any of your waiver priorities on any of these guys other than maybe Josh Allen. So let's talk streaming. All right, the flavor of the week. Streaming quarterbacks, Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills. He gets Miami at home. If it 
you know, if he happened to be dropped last week because of his bye, scoop him up now. He has a delightful schedule the next few weeks. He gets Miami, Philadelphia, who you can pass on, the Washington Redskins, who you can pass on. Then he goes to Cleveland, which, eh, but then he gets Miami again. So get him now. Play Josh Allen for the next few weeks. You're going to enjoy it. You don't have to worry about your quarterback. And then the other guy, Gardner Minshew of the Jacksonville Jaguars. But, Mark, didn't he just have a bad game against New Orleans? Yes, he did, and I don't care. He gets Cincinnati this week. It's a fantastic matchup. Doubling down on Minshew. He has put up at least two touchdowns the past few games because for the one against New Orleans, and he's going to get it done. So double down on Gardner Minshew. He's going to do it against Cincinnati. I know he probably hurt your team this week or this past week, but Minshew, the stash, he's good to go. Put him in. Streaming defenses. I got two right now. Buffalo Bills. We're, we're, we're lining up on the Bills. They're about 66% owned, so if they're available, get them. They're, they have Miami, who is just bleeding fantasy points to, to, to the other defense. Um, most likely they were dropped last week. The Bills, they average two and a half sacks a game, one and a half turnovers a game, and haven't let anyone score more than 17 points on them. They are getting it done defensively. They are looking great. Then my other team to pick up is San Francisco. They're about 65% on right now. They looked fantastic against the Rams. They got Washington this week. They're averaging three and a half sacks a game, two and a half turnovers a game, and haven't let anyone score more than 20 points on them. They held the uh, the Steelers low. They held the Rams low. You know, San Francisco is looking legit. They are getting after the quarterback. They're getting the turnovers, getting the sacks. So go ahead and pick up those two defenses. Um, if you need any other help, again, check out the website, fantasyknockout.com. I got my rankings up there. Look at those. You can see who's available in your league and, and add the correct team that you need to. Well, that's going to wrap it up for today. I want to say the next show, we got week seven, start and sit. Thank you for listening to the show. Make sure to subscribe. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please leave a rating and review. It really helps out the show. All right. Till next time. See ya. See ya.